on this episode of Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny. Every single religious leader was a rebel who said, your religion is wrong, and let me tell you why. Hello, and welcome again to Kite Flying with Jenny and Mandy. They came back to listen to us. Ooh, we're so special. Yeah. So (laughs) is it Jenny and Mandy or Mandy and Jenny? Um, I can check. Because we had... Oh, okay. There it's Mandy Mandy and Jenny. Jenny. I think it was different ways in different places. Yeah. I think it should be Mandy and Jenny. We can share the headline. We could flip it back and forth. I don't care. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything to talk about? I do. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it, Jenny. Yeah. So... Speaking of things that people are afraid of, I read this book called The Book of Longings. Uh Uh-huh. So. The Book of Longings. Yeah, it was, I loved it. I thought it's just beautifully written and um, just, just a really cool story. But let me read you the first sentence of it. Okay. It starts out, I'm Anna. I was the wife of Jesus. Ooh, cool. Yeah. So right off the bat, she like, uh-huh. Boom. <laughs> this is what this book is about. If you can't handle it, you get out now. And we're talking so, Jesus, Jesus, not. Oh, we're talking Jesus, Jesus of Jesus. Nazareth. Uh-huh. So her name was Anna? That was that was the name in the story. Okay. It was written by uh, Sue Monk Kid, and she mm-hmm. also wrote um, the Secret Life of Bees, which I think is she's a she's a um, New York Times bestseller, okay, best-selling author of the Secret Life of Bees and the Invention of Wings, um, an extraordinary story set in the first century about a woman who finds her voice and her destiny at a time of great despair and great hope. So she writes these stories, um, mostly like. About women and I bet you anything that she woke up and wrote that first sentence and that started the whole book. She, I listened to the notes. I actually, well, I read part of it and then I listened to some of it on a CD because um, I have to go through my library. I have to go through all the things that are available. Most of the books <laughs> on hold in my library app are like four to eight weeks. Yeah. You have to wait for them. Yeah. Um, so I try to find the soonest one and I'm in my car a lot so I can listen to audiobooks and CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she was working on it for four years. It took her four years to write the book. Dude, books take a long time. That's a long time to do all of her research. And mm-hmm. um, So I just want to say that I don't, like, I'm not suggesting, like, this isn't proof that Jesus had a wife by mm-hmm. any means. We all, you know, accept mm-hmm. the fact that Jesus did not have a wife based on the Bible, although mm-hmm. the Bible never specifically says <laughs> he did not have a wife. I feel like it would be really weird if he didn't. Like just based same on the time, same. But you know, did any of his disciples have wives? Like, why didn't they have wives? Um, like he had twelve disciples, and all of them were unmarried. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, I'm sure some of them were. More married, but, they, it's, I don't, I but don't the wives know, like in the book, the wives aren't mentioned in the Bible, right? 
So the main females in the Bible, I'm not a Bible scholar. Mm-hmm. I should be for as many years as I've gone to church <laughs> and done Bible studies, but I am not. Um, you know, everybody knows Mary Magdalene, Mary Mother of Jesus, um, the book of Ruth. That's a whole book about women. Um, yeah, he was a Jewish man and really it was not acceptable for a Jewish man to not be married. Right. It was, That's you what were expected to get married. Like the idea that there's him and 12 disciples and right. none of them have wives. That doesn't, that's right. So the book does a really good job of kind of um, including, in my opinion, <laughs> stuff from the Bible and then into the story of Anna. And Anna was, um, I love these stories because they're kind of like, they kind of fit in with what I think was actually, you know, they always say women, you know, had no rights. Women were property. Women were this, women were Mm -hmm. that, but you know, women had power. Yeah. We just didn't want, number one, it's not talked about. Boys plugged your ears. Yeah. It's not talked about (laughs) in, in manuscripts and all the history that has come about because Mm -hmm. who has decided what the history is. Yeah. The people in power. Right the patriarchy. Right. So, um, it, it kind of makes you really think that, okay, well maybe he did because the way the story goes, she kind of is gone doing her own thing. Mm -hmm. She like at 14, she wanted to write, which Mm -hmm. was completely Mm -hmm. women weren't supposed to write. Mm -hmm. Um, but somehow her dad was, her dad was a scribe for some like high, authority figure and so her dad would like sneak her things to write with the ink and the papyrus or things to write on so she would write from the age of 14 and when they decided that they were going to um I think they were deciding on who she was going to marry they like had matched her with some old dude um obviously because you know it was a deal you know, mm-hmm. everybody's making deals transaction. with the kids. Yeah, yeah, it was a transaction. So she went and hid all of her um, her writings in a cave. Mm-hmm. And wonder who was in the cave praying. <gasps> Jesus. It was the meet cute with Jesus. But that's weird because <laughs> Muhammad was in a cave. Really? Yeah. A lot of meat cutes in a cave. Huh? Yeah. So that's that's kind of how they meet. And okay. she actually, in the Book of Longings, she's um, presented, everybody knows about the story of the woman getting stoned and how Jesus said, you know, the first person who sinned, throw the first stone. Uh-huh. Um, so she puts her in that position. She makes her the woman who is getting stoned because oh. I can't remember what she did, but it was, it was something where she was standing up for someone and she was right, mm-hmm. but because she was a female and she wasn't supposed to be, you know, she was the mm-hmm. one that was cheating. She was the one that was the sinner. Interesting. So Jesus stands up for her. So, but the author's note at the end, she, she's like, you know, how would that change our whole society really? Because especially in America, you know, our culture is kind of based around Christianity. The fact that Jesus was a a son Mm -hmm. and the fact that he was celibate, that he didn't have a wife, which is not necessarily the same thing, but the (laughs) fact that he didn't have a wife. 
if we knew that Jesus had been married, uh-huh. and she writes Jesus like the way I would have imagined him. Yeah. I don't know that it would change very much because really his, like the whole story jumps from the time he was born to when he was, you know, just about to. In the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of the time that she writes this book. So yeah. the fact that we don't see his wife in the Bible. Uh-huh might be because she was doing other things like would jesus just be (laughs) would jesus pick a spouse that just was like a rule follower Mm -hmm. no well and but on the flip side of that that makes mary magdalene who i always thought was kind of his secret love interest Uh like then he kind of becomes a crappy husband well (laughs) <laughs> and that comes up in the book, actually. Oh, does it? Yeah. Like what? Like, no, you can't have friends that are girls. We're married. Okay. I'll tell you about it. Oh, uh, okay. one second. Okay. Okay. Was supposed to marry this other guy and she did not consent. And she told her parents, I do not consent. Mm-hmm. And of course it was just a formality. They were like, well, Okay, but you have to do it anyway. Right, right. So somehow she got out of that. And actually, I think they went through like the, um, it's not called engagement, but like a betrothal. Yes. So she wasn't actually living with him yet. Okay. She was still in her family's home. They'd gone through the ceremony, exchanged all the goods and stuff. Um, And somehow, like he got, I think he got sick or something happened where they had to, you know, cancel the the agreement Mm -hmm. and then she meets jesus and jesus saves her from the stoning and he um he offers to marry her because when she's getting stoned he's he does say you know the first sinner throw the first stone this Mm -hmm. woman is betrothed to to me Mm -hmm. and so he basically says that i am i am Mm. going to be her husband he saves her He does save her. Because he's a savior type. He is. He is. A, he is that guy. <laughs> so they managed to figure this out. So she she was in kind of an upper class family, uh-huh. and so she goes to live with Jesus in Nazareth. Uh-huh. And it's you know she has to take care of a goat, and she has to be part of the family, and they mm-hmm. you know are there in their little huts. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he kind of figures out that he needs to do this thing, and. Um, They, you know, he's traveling, he goes away for long periods of time because he's a carpenter and he does his work, but then he decides he wants to do this ministry and it just kind of like, you know, he's not like a normal person one day and the next day he's Jesus Christ, the savior. Like the story just does a good job of developing, developing it. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well now he's doing this. Oh, look, he happens to be the Messiah. (laughs) And so it goes through this whole thing, but she kind of gets into some trouble with her aunt, who she was really close with, and her aunt had had this, you know, kind of crazy non-traditional Jewish female life as well. She had uh-huh. lived somewhere, and um, she was accused of killing her husband, which she really didn't. He died, you know. They just figure out a, it's always the woman's fault. Yeah, if something bad happens to a man, obviously it's the woman's well, fault. Well, of course. So. I mean, that's true, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> So they're always, they're like trying to figure stuff out, but somehow she is separated from Jesus. When he finally says, okay, I'm going to go do this thing. This is what I need to do. And she's like, uh-huh. okay, 
do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And she is kind of captured in this home with her aunt. They travel to Egypt Mm -hmm. and they have, you know, her aunt had lost a child at two years old. She thought the child had died, but they actually sold the child. Well, the child didn't die. They said they adopted her with someone, but they actually sold the child. So she's kind of look, the aunt is looking for her, Uh her daughter that she had given birth to. And so they're apart for a long time and Jesus is doing his thing. And somehow they, at one point they get back together and, and Anna finds out, oh, when she stumbles upon Jesus walking down the path with the cross on his back. No way. Yeah, that's like she separated him for for years, and uh-huh. then the next time she sees him, he's like being crucified. Sorry, spoiler alert, people, but y'all knows what happens to <laughs> yeah. Jesus, so you know it's coming. I don't know that's that's but, a spoiler alert. But. Well, the spoiler is that she, she oh, never gets she... to be with him again. Like uh-huh. she's she goes from living without him for probably at least two years, uh-huh. and the next time she sees her husband, he's. he's being crucified yeah. like he is carrying yeah. the cross down the street and there's all the women behind him and she learns about mary magdalene and she mm-hmm. one of the i don't know if it's her brother oh and judas is her brother <gasps> Ooh, do, do, do. Yeah. interesting oh it's such an interesting story um and so the the idea came out that um oh this other woman was following Jesus in mm-hmm. his ministry. Mm-hmm. And Anna was just like, oh, what? She never really talks about it. I mean, mm-hmm. this author is just so good. You do get the sense that Anna, like, is thinking that little, like, <laughs> that should have been me. Like, yeah, I should have been with him on this ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, I helped him, you know, figure out who he was. And I, you know, He's my husband. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. Interesting. So Jesus called her, his nickname for her was Little Thunder. Mm-hmm. Because she was constantly, you know, she always wanted to write. Mm-hmm. At one point, her aunt took all these pots and broke them up. So just so she would have something to write with. Because mm-hmm. she didn't have any paper to write on. Yeah. Oh, I And she just was constantly, you know, like pushing against tradition and and speaking up, like speaking up for her friend, one of her friends mm-hmm. got into some really bad trouble and again was taking punishment for what men, crimes men had perpetrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she just didn't stay silent and take it, then she was punished for it. The cool thing is that name is actually the name of some um writings that were found in egypt in a they were buried mm-hmm. and it's part of um the gnostics yeah so i don't know if you know about the gnostic actually i culture i've just watched something incredibly interesting about the gnostics oh, and about you? the bible and the romans and kind of blew my mind but yeah. we're not going to talk about it on this podcast it's, it's even more of a questioning than whether or not jesus had a wife like there's so much writing guys that we don't have oh yeah so much yeah so there was one part of this scripture that they had found in egypt um it was written they actually it took them like 30 years to actually translate it 
Mm-hmm. They found it in 45 and they weren't really getting it translated to like 70. Yeah. And of course, some of it was stolen. It was dispersed and everything like that. But one of the writings that was t- entitled Thunder and it was of a woman, you know, I am either a demon or a saint. And like she goes through all of these polar opposites that women still today, we talk about this, you know, you're either a saint or you're (laughs) a sinner, you know, you're either, you know, Uh whatever the different, um, I'm a bitch. Yeah. I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And this thing was written a long time ago. Yeah. There are only women like, uh, in that Les, Les Mis thing, there are only three stories. They just get told in different ways. Like, in the world oh but actually seen that well and it's not the the traditional lame is it's a french movie with gerard depardieu Mm. but it's excellent i think it's based on lame is and the title is lame is yeah but you know you bring up the gnostics too Mm -hmm. growing up in the church and being educated as a christian you they your education is based on kind of, oh, this is Christianity over here and this is secular life over here. But no, 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 no. It's not, <laughs> that's not how it came to be. Yeah. It, it, a lot, so much of it had to do with what was going on in the secular world. And like Gnosticism was kind of shut out by, I, I mean, I'm not a scholar, but shut out by a lot of the Christian teaching, teaching as Christianity mm-hmm. grew. Then the Gnostic was, Gnostics were like, oh my God, I have to hide this stuff. So they literally buried things yeah. because they knew they would be prosecuted right. if they were found to have these things. Yeah. Well, so. the um, the Romans, like, they're, they just destroyed. They knew that the easiest way to, like, take out rebellion is to destroy it. Like, mm-hmm. the reason we don't know very much about the Druids and we don't know why Stonehenge is there, is because the Romans took all of their writings, all of their papers, all of their stories, and destroyed them on purpose. Uh, You know, the burning of the Alexandrian library. Like, it wasn't a mistake. That's how the Romans took over, like, took over people. That's Mm. how they put down rebellions. They just completely obliterated their history. Yeah. And that's what was in the book, too. They were just Judas... Mm-hmm. was trying to rebel against Roman Rome. Yeah. That was his main focus. Yeah. It wasn't even necessarily about Jesus's mm-hmm. message or his, mm-hmm. his, um, his gospel. It was getting back at Rome. So that yeah. obviously plays out. Yeah. Everybody knows that's, that's not a spoiler either. Everybody <laughs> knows what happened there. That, too, that wasn't according to the Bible. That wasn't Jesus's intention at all. No. And no, yeah, Jesus was radical. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I could say so many more things about that. <laughs> you know what's but. so funny about every single religion? Like every single religious leader was a rebel who said, "Your religion is wrong, and let me tell you why." And like I, I like we grew up Lutheran. Like that was Luther's whole thing. He was a huge rebel. Yeah. And so when. When people are like, now they're like, well, you know, this is our religion. You need to follow our religion. And you're like, the whole point of your religion is that we're not supposed to follow a religion. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's literally like, oh, here are the rules. The prophets want to break them. 
And then for some reason, these rules should pertain to like everybody yeah. else. Like, aren't we supposed to like, if we're living by what would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he would not be going to church every Sunday. Sorry. That's not how Jesus. That's not how his ministry how was. How he rolls. At all. But anyway. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we should crazy. St- we should stop. But right. it's a cool book. Yeah. That does sound like a cool book. So if you want something kind of different to read. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Exit yeah. ticket. Exit ticket. Um that there are only three stories like everything everything is understandable because we've all kind of lived it that's my exit ticket what Hmm? like the story of the woman being married to jesus Uh uh-huh like that's normal yeah like why wouldn't he have a wife right yeah like why wouldn't there be aliens yes <laughs> if it <laughs> if i could make that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> my exit ticket is uh-huh. to um i'm gonna do a little more research into these um scrolls that were found with gnosticism okay just because i'm curious yeah i can i can actually send you a uh, link that uh is kind of talking about aliens and gnostics and no way jesus yeah and... they i was reading some stuff they talked about mm-hmm. some alien stuff being inserted in there anyway yeah okay because of oh because those are pharaohs too yeah, yeah. So. okay we hope anyway. you got all your chores all right. done sorry we went a little long today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what if you spaced out during this episode or any episode i feel like it would be so cool to to figure out what somebody like Cause we would have hit, some, we would have hit a chord and then somebody would have spaced out about something else. Yeah. I want to know what you spaced out about. Yeah. In distract- any of these podcasts. What gave you some uh, internal distraction from our podcast that we talked about? Yeah. What hit that nail? Oh, I like that. Like that? Ooh, hit that nail. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye flyers. Bye flyers. If you go to our website, kiteflyingpodcast.com you can actually send us a voicemail there's a link on the far right side of the page we'd love to hear your thoughts kite flying with mandy and jenny was recorded in wichita kansas we love to hear from our listeners so please feel free to send us a message And don't forget to add us to your Spotify playlist.